Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. Cerebral is one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you, and you don't have to wait weeks to be seen. And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. Socks are the number one most requested item at homeless shelters. Underwear second and shirts are third. At Bombas, socks were first, made with comfortable details for everyday wearing. Then underwear and shirts too, all designed to perfectly fit. At Bombas, every item you purchase means you're donating an essential clothing item to someone in need. One comfortable clothing item for you, one donated to someone in need. Bombas, comfort for all. Get 20% off your purchase at bombas.com slash comfy. Hello and welcome to our show. I'm Zoe Deschanel and I'm so excited to be joined by my friends and castmates, Hannah Simone and Lamorne Morris to recap our hit television series, New Girl. Join us every Monday on the Welcome to Our Show podcast, where we'll share behind the scenes stories of your favorite New Girl episodes. Each week we answer all your burning questions like, is there really a bear in every episode of New Girl? Plus you'll hear hilarious stories like this. Fun that fact. was one I of your things too. you brought back from Latvia. Yeah, I brought back because a hoop. all professional <laughs> basketball players. Yeah, it's like a little <laughs> seven foot hoop. Yeah, listen to the Welcome to Our Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. James Corden's "Spill Your Gut" segment is facing harsh backlash. Drag Race star Laganja Stranja has come out as a trans woman. And BuzzFeed's Tanya Chen joins us to talk about traditional conservative TikTok wives and whether or not they're trolling us. It's June 16th, 2021. Hey, friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Shyla Watson. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. Okay, Casey, so I want to start by talking about late night talk show host James Corden. He's facing some backlash today. Now, You might have seen his Late Late Show Spill Your Gut segment, which gives celebrities the option to answer a super personal question or eat something, quote, gross. Well, in a TikTok video that's gone viral, user Kim Syra points out how many of the foods used in the segment are actually from different Asian cultures, such as balut, which is a fertilized duck embryo and considered a delicacy in some Southeast Asian countries. In the TikTok, Kim wrote, quote, they're calling Asian food disgusting on live TV. Huh. This is literally racist. The now viral TikToker went on to start a petition to have Asian food removed from the segment or to remove the segment entirely. It currently has over 25,000 signatures. James Corden has yet to comment as of this recording. I, yeah, it, it is racist. It is. And it's, it's one of those things where it's just like white people need to step back and realize about all the everyday things that mm-hmm. are racist that they are continuing yep. to do just because something is a is a food you have not eaten before does not make it gross or weird i don't know if yeah. we're trying to do gross food how about like a soggy cheeto or something or like lima beans i cannot <laughs> stand <laughs> lima so, Shelley, beans. you just don't want to be forced to eat vegetables <laughs> <laughs> i mean i I, not, I will not confirm or deny that um but yeah i think that that's like the particular phrasing of like gross when it is a cultural food mm-hmm. is horrible because mm-hmm. just because you haven't tasted it like you said doesn't mean that 
it's even bad. What if celebrities come on and they actually like how it tastes? You just never know. Joke's on James Corden then. (laughs) It really is. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Drag Race Season 6 star Laganja Estranja has officially come out as a transgender woman. In an interview with Entertainment Weekly, Estranja revealed that she had told her inner circle over a year ago and came out to her incredibly supportive family this month. Laganja also said she wanted to be a voice in the trans community and that coming out made her feel, quote, so happy. I feel so beautiful and empowered and finally I'm looking back at who I am in the mirror and it's such an incredible feeling. I love this. Um, You know, I don't watch Drag Race, but I was reading her interview and something that she said really stuck out to me. And she was like, every night she would get dressed up as a woman Mm -hmm. and she's been doing it for years. But now when she sits in the mirror and actually takes her makeup off and changes her hair, Mm -hmm. she still sees a woman looking back at Mm -hmm. her and how powerful that is. And I just really love that. That's beautiful. And I'm so glad that she's been able to figure that out about herself, especially, you know, I do watch a show. I watched her on her season and, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race has not a great history with uh, trans contestants on the show. Mm -hmm. And, but things are slowly changing this year. um, We had a trans man, I think top three on the show and it was so well received. He's so great. And now I'm just so happy for Laganja. I just really am. Okay. So moving on, Recently, videos of wives showing how they take care of their husbands has gone super viral on TikTok. Take this video from TikTok user MadFitMadison, for example. This got 3.5 million views in just one week. Here's how I start my husband's day off right. I start by writing down three reasons why I love him. Then I fill up his water bottle to make sure he's hydrated. Next, I start on his green protein smoothie to make sure he has good nutrients for the day. Can't forget about the aloe vera juice for his gut health. Judging by the reaction from commenters, people are confused as to whether this video is the real deal or creative satire. And that might not be an accident. As influencers continue to battle for our attention, they've had to come up with a few tricks. And as a result, the line between genuine and satirical becomes a bit blurred. Here to explain more is BuzzFeed's Tanya Chen, who recently wrote the piece, Are Some of These Traditional White TikToks Trolling Us? Hi, Tanya. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So when did you first start noticing these uber conservative TikToks pop up on your timeline? You know, what kinds of videos were you seeing and what was your initial reaction? Because I work in the industry of social media, covering social (laughs) media, um, a lot of my colleagues and I, you know, on Slack, we drop videos in. Um, the, The first round of videos that I was seeing, my colleague Lauren had kind of flagged Cheese Daily is a popular account and their account is kind of vaguely at first, I think it was somewhat sincere and then it just kind of kept getting more and more bizarre and out of control. And then that's when people started to realize perhaps this is satire. So there were kind of these like possibly parody accounts that were floating around going viral. And I didn't really think to write about it or to flag it as something to think about until I started seeing them on my For You page, which I thought which was interesting because it is so curated to everyone's personal taste or what they spend time on. And mine has naturally become curated for, you know, fairly progressive ideals and invisibility about issues. And so I was kind of shocked to see that on my for you page, but I think it's because it's just gone so viral that it was kind of being lampooned everywhere. And I started seeing the parodied responses to it, which just obviously shows how big that it became. And that was the video in, um, the newsletter I wrote 
from um, a woman named Madison. And I believe her account is ad mad fit Madison. And, you know, you just mentioned this, but one of the reasons these TikToks have gone so, so viral is partly due to all of the resulting spoofs. But what made Madison's video so popular was that people weren't sure if it was a spoof or not, you know, like they didn't know what was going on. You were actually able to reach out to her. So what did she have to say about this and about the overall viral response? Well, she immediately, not directly confirmed, but basically confirmed that it was sincere because she responded to me. I wanted her to talk about it. And she said, well, I want to talk to you, but I, I'm a little bit, I'm paraphrasing. She's, she was a little bit cautious because she's like, I'm getting a ton of harassment over it. And so that immediately spoke to me like, oh, like, so, so this is something that you had shared in earnest that she was kind of shocked to have kind of garnered this kind of huge attention in the way that she didn't intend it to have. So when we did, you know, get in contact, it was a very quick email exchange. She basically said, yeah, this is the lifestyle and the arrangement I have with my husband. And she represented it like it is a, an equitable exchange or a partnership. And obviously like I didn't want in the newsletter to get into the weeds of like my own ethics about that or, you know, how I feel about that. And we don't have to get into it here, but for her, she did not see it as an issue. She, I think she told me that the first round of comments she got were people calling her a servant to her husband. I don't know if she's aware of the spoofs. She's since turned off comments. So I couldn't, you know, verify that those were the comments she got or what the nature of her comment section looks like now. But I'm inclined to believe that she probably did get a lot of heated, passionate, and somewhat like really slighted kind of um, responses. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm I'm glad, you know, in your article, I was glad that you mentioned like you do have critical thoughts on gender roles and the patriarchy, but that's like for another place, you know, Madison is clearly on her own journey of interpreting systems of oppression. But while we do know that Madison's video doesn't seem to be satire, there are other TikToks that have brought us to a point where we don't know what's real and what's not, you know? And like you bring up in your article, it almost feels like there's a new TikTok marketing trick at play sometimes. And that's what you really dug into. Is it fair to say that this suspension of disbelief is becoming a growth hack among influencers? What were you able to kind of suss out? Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if I'm in a place of authority or feel okay saying that, um, it is a growth hack. I mean, I do, I do say that and imply it in some ways because the cheese daily account has become so big for like very carefully walking the line of something that could be believable, that is shocking. But then as satire is kind of ingenious, also shocking, but obviously is a play on the suspension of our disbelief. I will say though, I think the ways that people intentionally do this, but because we have, you know, these kind of confirmed cases where people are very truthfully sharing their lifestyle like this, then it's just shocking to us because it's so foreign to our sensibilities and our politics and our socialized way of, of living that because people are, are sharing this in earnest, whether or not people are intentionally doing this, I'm not sure, at least by the masses, but I do know for sure that it grows videos and accounts very quickly. And maybe it's because it's more commonly found on other platforms like Facebook and Instagram. And on TikTok, it is just jarring to see because it 
is a platform that's kind of more known for being a progressive platform, for having younger people with more progressive ideals kind of sharing more openly that when we see these extremely conservative old school and perhaps problematic ways of living or or of like handling issues. Yeah. I, I think the growth and the way that these videos get blown so huge on the platform is because we're all trying to figure out if this is real or not, because we're almost wanting it to not be real. And, you know, that's something that I'm really curious about. You talked about intention, and obviously you said that, you know, some of these people, you know, putting these videos out there in earnest. But do you think that because of you know, the growth that they might get that they're making these videos to specifically like incite division and controversy. And that's why these videos are going viral. That could happen. You know, Madison was very clear and quick with me to to say that that's not what she intended. And she was just kind of trying to share openly her lifestyle. But I absolutely can see that because of how big these videos have gone. In the case of Cheese Daily, I think it works totally to their advantage that like, you know, some of the narratives, if you go through them, are mundane enough that you're like, okay, maybe they just subscribe to traditional gender roles. And then, but they escalate and they become so bizarre and troubling, you know, like in some ways, like abusive and, and violent. And it's also in her tone, she presents it in a way that is a little bit larger than life and sometimes tongue in cheek that I hope you know, she's just doing this masterful job of satire. But yeah, I I do think it is an absolutely effective way. I wouldn't condone this as a way to grow your account at times unless you can make it very clear. Yeah, but you know, it does make sense. Just going honestly off like the media, any website, you get hate shares. You can get hate shares, you know? And you be divisive on purpose because you know people will have opinions about it. And as soon as that's shared to Facebook, my God, it just spreads from there. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we'll be right back to talk more with BuzzFeed's Tanya Chen about Wife Talk. Chief it. We're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. Hi, I'm Hillary Clinton, and I'm excited to be back with a new season of You and Me Both. You know, when we started this podcast, we were going through some tough times, and let's face it, we still are. But I am a firm believer we're stronger together. So please join me for more conversations with people who will make you think, make you laugh, and help us find a path forward. Listen to You and Me Both on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. After. 
After 30 years, it's time to return to the halls of West Beverly High and hang out at the Peach Pit. On the podcast 9021 OMG, join Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling for a rewatch of the hit series Beverly Hills 90210 from the very beginning. We get to tell the fans all of the behind the scenes stories that actually happen. So they know what happened on camera, obviously, but we can tell them all the good stuff that happened off camera. Get all the juicy details of every episode that you've been wondering about for decades as 90210 super fan and radio host Sissony sits in with Jenny and Tori to reminisce, reflect, and relive each moment from Brandon and Kelly's first kiss to shouting, Donna Martin graduates. You have an amazing memory. You remember everything about the entire 10 years that we filmed that show. And you remember absolutely nothing of the 10 years that we filmed that show. <laughs> Listen to 9021OMG on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We're talking with Tanya Chen about all the quote unquote real TikToks on your timeline. You know, like you said, influencers tend to become successful by sharing their lives and promoting their authentic selves. So how does a trick like this become so effective? Yeah, I think um, what I kind of wrote in my newsletter is that it kind of turns that influencer model that we've known that's worked so well on its head a little bit that traditional influencers are gain a lot of popularity and a lot of engagement because they they do share so openly and also very carefully, but more or less authentically, you know, and in a way that reaches out and their audience reaches back and it creates a community of people who believe that authenticity. And on TikTok, what I'm seeing more and more is like personalities who we don't know, you know, like we don't know much about them. And if they do share a lot, it's almost so much that it's, shocking and that it's questionable, you know, how real it is. And I think it's maybe a new way of being cheeky that is, and so edgy that it doesn't really matter. Like if it arouses some kind of reaction or arouses a question or arouses intrigue or plays on our emotions, like that in itself is the art form. We don't really need this like very clear narrative for who someone is or what a personality is. It's like more so like what they're talking about or the ideas that they are either bringing to light or satiring so effectively that it's causing us all panic and worry about our, of how we feel about it. And that's kind of how I felt felt about some of these satire videos or content that at the end of the day, I think it allows me and I think other viewers to challenge our ideas, you know, of like socialized way of living and structures that we have in place and judgments that we might have about people who live differently than us. And that is the real influence. <laughs> you know, I'm curious. Um, I mean, I'm so I'm not on TikTok, which I have said on this show before, um, but you're seeing these trends on wife talk. Are you seeing them on any other like subdivision of TikTok, any of these trends? And, you know, are there any other quote unquote creative growth hacks that you're seeing? Again, I don't know how intentional these growth hacks are, but I do know that as far as personalities go on TikTok, what works better than let's say on YouTube and on Instagram, where it's all about being authentic, all about, 
you know, presenting a version of yourself that someone else can relate to or someone else can see as, as someone to admire or, or live like is a type of influencer in TikTok that is like very self-referential, very self-deprecating, is very like sardonic and is not really talking about anything quite personal, but, you know, like funny and presenting like intriguing ideas. Yeah. Usually those personalities float to the top and some of them do kind of maybe create a little more of a personal brand around themselves, but mostly it is just like, there are certain personalities who are really, really good at trolling and at comedy in a way that is really subtle and is not as obvious as the ways that we've been seeing them play out on other social media platforms. And that's like really effective because at least I believe, and maybe this is my appeal of watching them. It's like, maybe I don't want to know, you know, if they have a spouse or what their morning routine is or what their skincare, you know, regimen is, or, you know, what they do behind the scenes. Of course, I'm always curious, but like, is because they're so good at playing a role and that role is so, so captivating and funny and interesting that that's good enough. No, that makes complete sense. It's like, uh, Maybe we'll just leave it there. (laughs) Enjoy it for what it is and move on to the next. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Tanya, thank you so much for joining us today and for continuing to break down TikTok for us. Of course. Thank you for having me. That's it for today. Come back and join us tomorrow. And remember, if wife talk exists, it begs the question, where is husband talk? I honestly don't want that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of what you love about BuzzFeed, coming to you daily. Peacock streaming the biggest sporting events, exclusive originals, and the latest movies. This February, we've got Super Bowl 56, the 2022 Winter Olympics, and the Peacock original Bel Air. Plus the new movie, Marry Me, in theaters and streaming Valentine's Day. Sign up now at PeacockTV.com. When's the last time you took a time out? I'm Eve Rodsky, author of the New York Times bestseller, Fair Play, and Find Your Unicorn Space. Activist on the gender division of labor, attorney, and family mediator. And I'm Dr. Aditi Narukar, a Harvard physician and medical correspondent with an expertise in the science of stress, resilience, mental health, and burnout. We're so excited to share our podcast, Time Out, a production of iHeart Podcasts and Hello Sunshine. We're peeling back the layers around why society makes it so easy to guard men's time like it's diamonds and treat women's time like it's infinite, like sand. And so whether you're partnered with or without children or in a career where you want more boundaries, this is a place for you, for people of all family structures. So take this time out with us to learn, get inspired, and most importantly, reclaim your time. Listen to Time Out, a fair play podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council.